get you go to school. And here's your name. What do you think of what's going on right now, mate? These evil little invisible parasites. Satan-worshipping Freemason moron. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're not run by factions. Get the fuck out of camera! There are much more powerful international forces in play. Is this pink guy? Is this what pink guy is? I don't fucking know what's happening. Please get outside and look at the moon quickly. It's been crazy, guys, but guess what? It's how it is, mate. Mate, because I want to do it slowly. But I ain't spending any time on it. Well, welcome, patrons, and thank you once again for your support of, uh, of the Conditional Release Program. And this is uh, your very special premium episode. Uh, we're recording this on the 27th of February, and joining me is Joel. How are you, mate? Yeah, yeah good. Fucking exhausted, but uh, what's new, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's working his fingers to the bone. Uh, mm. And... Um, uh, and and uh, as we say, it would be even more difficult if it wasn't for your support. Yeah, true. <clears throat> yeah, uh, really appreciate Throwing it. us a little bit of coin to keep you going. So we stopped calling them overflow episodes. It was rude and abusive, and I've blamed Joel for that. Yeah, well, I wasn't no, putting one over from the, the early ones. The early them, ones suck. We're calling them premium episodes, which is an old pornography trick. Um, yes. <laughs> when you want to say something is exclusive to only a certain number of people, you call it premium. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Beers do it all the time. Uh, I think they call Carlton Draft premium, which is just a fucking joke, of course. It is. It is. It's, the, it's primo. And then you've got um, like ultra premium, like super premium beers. What does that mean? It means nothing. Why is it, why is it so premium? Oh, we use choice you, malts. That fixation of cold brewed, and you go, what? what? Yeah, who's do, who's doing that? It's not even true. I mean, you no. can't brew. You can't basically um, um, brew beer in in cold temperatures. It just the won't yeast. work. The fermentation yeah. process won't work. But yeah, that was the thing. You know, every every beer tube had to be colder and. And, yeah. and uh, it can only be done at cold. This is why it's great. So, yeah. Was, you know, uh, all of this relates back to marketing people who bless all of our marketing people patrons, but uh, as Bill Hicks said, are going straight to hell. Love you, Isaac. Yep, yep, yep. And we're just about to hit on another group of people who, <laughs> if there is any justice, will be shoveling shit in the uh, fiery pits of hell for all yes, eternity. Flaming and that hot is coals the group. We, we, we touched on this in the conditional release program. We didn't touch it. We actually... Uh, yeah, we, we had actually a good looked at this uh, before but it was the, the protest. protest. Itself. Yeah, uh, and uh, and of course on the Saturday afternoon, uh, uh, that all changed. It became reality, Joel. Yeah, I mean hundreds gathered. I guess I don't know. Do we have a number? Yeah, look, I looked at photographs. I'm going to go with hundreds. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm well, going to say look, two or three. Yeah, but, but numbers turned up, um, which was questionable considering how dwindling the movement sort of tends to get. But look, you know, they like rallying behind things. If the common enemy is a hospital, so fucking be it. And that was outside the main entrance to the Alfred Hospital in Paran um, or Paran, Paran, Paran. See, I say Paran because I am civilized, unlike <laughs> Paran, which Pran. is expensive and gross. Once again, Isaac, love you, mate. Um, but, yeah, and outside the main interest, which is fucking gross. And, of course, this is, you probably heard the main episode, to protest Vicky Dadarian, unvaccinated for COVID, insisting she should be placed on a heart transplant waiting list, despite casually not filling the requirements for a heart transplant, which includes the vaccine status, among a host of other lifestyle and clinical requirements that we haven't even talked about and we don't know about. So, like, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know what other things are. don't know, and that's because it's medicine. You're not meant to fucking know. But Mm. given notice of the protest because it's been 
flapping around all over the place. They were really trying to get numbers. The Alfred were once again required to step up security around the hospital. Fucking gross. So uh, an employee at the Alfred Hospital has reached out to us and, and I'll be conducting an interview with that person um, uh, tomorrow and uh, we'll give uh, give you an update on that as we go. Uh, but look, it's worth saying again that a Saturday afternoon is probably one of the hospital's busiest times in terms of visitors and who... Who would want to stride through that crowd of gullible idiots and influencers to visit friends and loved ones? Certainly for the first time, you've got to go through the main entrance to find out where the person you're visiting is and there's this flock of idiots out the front. Who may or may not have fucking COVID or even just cold or flu because they're not the kind of people who stay at home if they're sick. They've made an identity around being ill is somehow virtuous. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to walk past me if I was feeling a bit fucking under the weather or casually receiving immunotherapy, for fuck's sake. And and just and and basically just ignoring the needs of those people who are ill, sick, infirm in hospitals and just how important... (laughs) <laughs> how important guests visits are for people who are uh, yeah um, oh, they'll make in, all in the pump yeah. they'll take up all the parking they'll illegally double park in front of people's cars you know what they're like and it's just an absolute fucking disgrace to think they're going to burden this place which is a very sensitive place with their annoying fucking presence mm. being noisy being obnoxious shitting the place up probably hassling hospitality staff to get coffees and things. It's fucking not hot enough. Anyone who comes out of there with an offer uh, comes out of that, and we'll find this out uh, with our contact uh, interview tomorrow. But anyone who comes out there wearing Alfred Hospital insignia or who looks vaguely like a healthcare professional is going to be harassed. They're the enemy. Yeah. It's insane. Just going back to that whole business of, of, of... receiving guests when you're in hospital and just how important that is for your morale. I mean, I remember yeah. being in hospital and I was in hospital the first, you know, for my first really major surgery for a long time and just uh, uh, there was a time there when I didn't want to see didn't want to see guests, but then there was a time when I really looked forward to it and just it really does boost you. And so, mm. you know, if, if people, as I say, are visiting that person, a friend or family member, and then they come across this idiocy, Firstly, yes, parking's going to be really hard, but then they've also got to traverse their way through, you know, a milling group of idiots to, yeah. um, and to, of course, to find out where to go. It's just – it's noisy, it's intimidating, and it's just really unpleasant. People with, like, you know, issues of social anxiety or even just social reservation will find it very difficult to have people yelling and screaming and fucking carrying on around them. Well, that's not normal in a hospital. It's just no. not normal for this sort of stuff to be happening outside a hospital. We do know that there's been a, a, a history of pretty bad behaviour in emergency departments and things like that. And, yeah. And there are security staff – um, uh, required there and often police. Um, She's so fucked in the head. I took my youngest daughter down to Liverpool Hospital one day and, and uh, i got to tell you, it was a human zoo in there, Joel, in the emergency oh, department there. <laughs> and the was wandering up and down and some yeah. people in pretty grim ways. But, look, this is uh, this is completely different. There was a report from news.com.au without a byline, which surprised me, which seemed to examine you know, my Twitter feed, you know, uh, and the people who follow me uh, and, and and reporting on reporting on this protest. And and, uh, and so uh, a number of uh, my or people who follow me and I in turn follow on Twitter were expressing their understandable disgust at all of this when, when the protesters did assemble. Um, 
the, the report had this grab from one of the influencers described only as a male. I don't know who this was, Joe. Like, give it to me. Give me the quote. I don't know. Look, I wonder if I recognize the little twat. And I don't recognize too many of them. Anyway, this is the quote. It's very hard for her to live like this. Hospitals refuse to acknowledge her vaccine exemption, and now they want her to have three vaccines so they can do surgery on her. And the crowd at the time was booing and shouting shame, shame. which is a left-wing thing. You don't get to yell shame. No, we everyone, get to yell everyone shame. yells shame. That's no, left-wing that, that is a left-wing thing. It happens shame. in that time. It's all shame, shame. No. Um, yeah, but look, you might have just let the cat out of the bag there, Joel. Yeah, three vaccines. So yeah. are they saying is that two COVID vaccines and a booster? I think he's pulling out of his ass, to be honest. But yeah, uh, who knows? Well, it was repeated again later in a quote in that same article. Is it is it two COVID vaccines and a booster? I would have thought it was two plus two. Yeah, um, or. Or is she not vaccinated for other things, you know? And we don't want to speculate too much, but in the CRP program recorded last week, I revealed the basic clinical requirements for a heart transplant recipient. Are vaccines for influenza, MMR, uh, COVID, of course? Yeah. And it may also include a vaccine requirement for something like whooping cough and other yeah. diseases. I only started getting a lot of those vaccines. I got my first MMR jab like maybe like five years ago or something. Uh, my doctor was like, measles is making a comeback. You should get vaccinated. Are you vaccinated? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. And I got a blood test to check. No. So if it is actually three jabs, it could in fact be two COVID and one booster. Yeah. Or, or it could in fact be she's not vaccinated for influenza. Now she's come out and said, oh, I'm not anti-vax, but. Yeah, well, that's what they all say. It's a very common So has she people. had the influenza vaccine? I mean, we Doubt don't it. know. And, and, this, and, and the I point is, we're not willing to speculate, but these idiots are. These idiots are protesting. They're, they're the ones They're the ones saying, oh, she's going to have to have the COVID death poison. Yeah. Uh, and, and really, she's tickety-boo to go in all other respects. And they simply don't know that. Don't know. Just and the important thing to say is, because the rhetoric, of course, is, oh, she's been given a death sentence. I don't know how many times I've heard that phrase uh, in regard to this particular story uh, around, um, around what's her name, uh, Dedarian. Dedarian, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but here's the thing. She already received treatment in or around 2020 where she had an LVAD, which is a left ventricular pump, surgically installed, and that has necessarily extended her life. She would get surgery. Yeah. I don't think she'd be around right now. No, no. Couldn't, couldn't say for sure. Not a cardiologist. Don't know her medical history. Um, but without that LVAD, I would, I would, I would imagine that uh, she might, she might be struggling a little bit. Uh, and, uh, and 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 certainly she she has been given an extended life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, it is difficult to conclude on that statement whether she is required to have her two vaccines plus booster, blah blah. blah what other sort of things she's had. But like you say, generally speaking, this is private medical information. Yeah. And it really emphasizes the idea of this isn't just giving a heart willy-nilly. This is qualifying to go on a waiting list to be considered to potentially within circumstances have a heart. So, I mean, yeah, and that's something we can sort of uh, expand on. But it has to be emphasized that, I mean, 
A, you don't know the other factors. There could be something that is completely out of her no. control, which is incredibly sad, but makes the chance of yes. her survival with the new heart almost zero. And they decide clinically that unfortunately, and this does suck, it's a bit of a death panel sort of thing, but it's also fucking reality that she can't have a heart because it's a bit of a waste. And that yeah, sounds we talk, so callous, but we it's talked just about it in the, in the main episode during we did, the week. We did. On average, about 120 hearts become available anywhere around Australia. That's not, not just in Victoria. That's not a lot. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and there are difficulties with the process um, and, and we don't know and shouldn't know uh, what other medical c- conditions she might have that it's would prohibit that. It's not public conversation. It's I, not also, I also want to sort of be a little bit gentle towards the woman herself yeah, given the stress that she's under, but then it's been picked up by... Uh, people like uh, One Eggs and Monica Smith and so forth. So, you know, and these sorts of people, I think. And uh, Carl Stefanovic, for Christ's and, sake. Yeah, and there's been some really poor reporting around it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I raised, the, raised the issue with my uh, with my eldest daughter uh, last week who works in healthcare. And she goes, oh, that doesn't seem, when I gave her the, the, the brief outline, she said, oh, that doesn't seem very fair on her. And I said, well, you know, let me go on and explain. And once I did, she went, oh. So the, the initial reporting was really poor. That sort of indicated yeah. as Alfred Hospital leaves woman to die in the gutter. Well, not only a woman, but a mum. Yeah, right. She's a mum. She's you know, like right. They're obviously yeah, right. trying to play that angle because they want to get a bit of outrage from it. And I think that's very irresponsible because this isn't meant to be. Like I say, it's not, this is not public discourse. Mm. This is not a public interest matter. There is, of course, uh, a case on foot in um, in VCAT, and that's fine. If they want to challenge the merits on this, it's not going to work. Good luck, yeah. Um, it's just because they've got such a fetish for lawsuits. But at the end of the day, this is not something that should be aired out in public. Uh, unfortunately, unlike what the cookers believe, you can't harass, protest, and basically just, like, you know, belligerently force a hospital to give someone an organ or perform a procedure because that's what you want. Tantrums aren't a method yeah, of influence not in this situation. You're not, not going to get an ice cream because mm. you cried. <laughs> Shut the fuck you up. Can't, you might get an ice cream if you cry and, and, and stamp your feet and demand an ice cream. You're not going to get a heart transplant yeah, with yeah. the same process. I mean, this is the ultimate in childishness. Look, we just want to repeat, this is not hospital policy. So we, we, we're struggling to understand why the Alfred is carrying the can for this. Yeah. Because it's not... cookers, that's why. It, it's Monica it's not Smith. Alfred policy. It's not Victorian Health Department policy. It is not down to vaccine mandates, even though even though the, uh, the prospective um, uh, transplant recipient yeah. says so, Dadarian, Vicky Dadarian, says it is a vaccine mandate thing and that's when uh, Karl Stefanovic went off went off his